Yeah. So anyway, we're talking, you said we're talking about uh, spirituality. And I was thinking today, because, you know, the other day I sent you a message and I said, well, spirituality versus religion, right? As though they're against each other somehow. Yeah, yeah. Um, but like also there's another, there's other alternatives, right? Like it's not just religious or spiritual is what it takes. And I think, I think oftentimes the, if you're in a spiritual program, they stress the spiritual side, right? Yeah. And, and if you're in a psychological or a medical program, they stress the physical, the psychological, the brain health side, right? Yep. Like yeah, there's absolutely. a free, but yeah, there's a free program on from Alberta Health uh, called the Brain Story, right? Oh, is there? It, yeah, it's really interesting, man. And if you're interested, I know you are, in learning about like addiction, take the Brain Story. Cool. I'll have to write that down. Not yeah, now. No, it's free. Yeah, whenever. You don't have to do anything right now, man. We're just talking. <laughs> um, That'd be pretty cool. Yeah. yeah. So anyway, I was just thinking about that too, because like to limit it, it's not like it's limited to just spiritual, religious, or, you know, otherwise, like there, there is an opportunity. Um, and when I say otherwise, I'm speaking of basically like Buddhism, which is kind of like a hybrid, yeah. right? It's, it's definitely got the, theology in it. Yeah. Um, maybe not in the, the define the definition of theology, I suppose, probably doesn't quite cover it but um i had an interesting conversation on this subject today with uh with a friend of mine and a colleague and we were talking about uh the harm that the church has done mm -hmm. and i mean no better time to talk about it than right now right absolutely like, yeah, yeah. Um, and also of course because we're going to keep the conversation going as long as we absolutely can right because it needs absolutely. to keep going yeah um, but just just looking at the fact that this harm that's been done, yep. it's not just like hundreds of years ago, right? Nope. So, no. so I just learned today, and, and I mean, I might have this number wrong because I didn't write it down um, when I was talking with my colleague, and he said that 210,000 people in, in France have been molested by the Catholic Church since 1950. 210,000 wow. reported cases. That's wow. reported, Matt. Yeah, yeah. Um, now I, I didn't fact check that, and obviously we can't. Um, but I just, I just po it popped into my head as I was thinking about this podcast because it's like that. It's important to remember that some of the structures that are in place are very harmful, right? And, oh yeah, yeah. Um, and don't get me wrong, I'm not an expert on what is harmful and what isn't in terms of um, like ideology really no. i mean unless it's unless it's obvious um go ahead well, i was just gonna say i think that's where you have to rely on people's experiences though because like mm -hmm. we you know we've talked about this before everybody experiences trauma differently so like what might not be trauma to someone else is yeah. for others and so i think like the harm that sp certain religions and have done to a lot of people over the years um, I can see why people would turn away if they're in, if they're trying to get sober and people start talking mm -hmm. about God, you got to yeah. bring God into your life. And it's like, well, that's what yeah. the last guy told me when this happened. And I don't think so. Well, and, and I, the numbers I just gave you are just for France. So yeah. that is literally one country. Okay. Yeah, exactly. And you and I both know it goes much deeper than that. Oh right? yeah. With yeah. a organization such as that, that Catholic church, which mm -hmm. has its seed in every piece of land on this planet 
just about yeah. if not every if not every piece of land. yeah absolutely um which to me is kind of mind-boggling that this is still happening even though we know all kinds of things about what they do right oh yeah and, totally which like to, to your point about people coming in to say, figuring that well i don't want to i don't believe in god so yeah. what what am i going to do yeah right and the truth of the matter is anyone can get and stay sober right yeah. obviously what a person needs to do is what's something different than what they're doing in the moment that's yeah, all exactly. really yeah right is is find something that works for yeah. them um but that also hopefully um now this is me talking about myself for a minute i just want to find something that's not harmful to others right or myself yeah, something totally. and and when i say harmful um i'm thinking of what's going to separate me from you yeah. right i don't want those those ideas are harmful right yeah. and they're not true right yeah. it's just not true there is no natural reason why you and i should be enemies yeah. right any yeah. more than there's any natural reason why we should be friends besides the fact that we're both humans yeah exactly right yeah and that we have a natural respect for each other yeah you know um but it's it's just weird i don't know i i, I my mind is wide open mm -hmm. but i i believe there's room for all of those things um not not in the form that we've come to know it that's for sure well, and I think that's the downside of it all is that it creates animosity right away, like, you know, depending on what type of Christian you are, or, you know, atheists and Christians and, and things like that. So, like, right away, you're kind of coming in like us versus them mentality. Right. But in, in reality, like, I think anytime that you're doing something where you're looking inward, which recovery, you're looking inward mm -hmm. to try to ferret out these things, right? Yeah. I think you naturally are going to, a lot of people would be naturally gravitate towards some sort of higher meaning or spiritual power or God or, or something mm -hmm. like that, that gives them, I don't know if it's hope, but it's just gives them like, there's something bigger. Um, yeah. And so I, I think that that's important for a lot of people, but then other people don't need that. So I think it's, it's tough because you're already kind of have that animosity when we really should just be like, Hey, do what works for you. And I'll do what works for me. And we'll both yeah. be happy. <laughs> well, uh, yeah. I think what you just said, we'll both be happy. We can all be happy if we do that. Right? Yeah. And you know, oddly enough, it was an atheist that kind of like hit that switch for me in a meeting once yeah. it was like a few, probably, well, when, however long this guy's sober, I'll have to ask him. It's almost been a decade though, for sure. Wow. Um, when I heard him say it and it stuck with me and I think about it every time someone starts like making a judgment or even when I start judging in my head, right? Mm -hmm. Like if I start, you know, making a judgment about somebody, I, I remember that there's a lot of room in the boat. There's yeah. room enough for, there's room enough for everybody, right? Like, and yeah, that's right. And all we have to do is enter into this agreement that we will respect each other enough that we'll leave yeah. each other alone if we have to, Yeah. right? Like, and like if our beliefs are so opposing, right then at least we can do is leave each other alone yeah right i mean if we can't learn to accept we have to figure a way out to leave each other alone right well and especially in in, in times like that where you know people you're you need space so it's like mm -hmm. we don't nobody needs to be fighting about that nobody needs to be arguing about it what works like you know if you found god and that's what works for you 
then mm. you keep going in that direction, but just don't, yeah. you know, just, and I'm not saying they're the only ones that force people into lanes, but no, just don't no. try to pee force people into lanes. Right. Like, yeah. Cause there's um, lots of people that try to force us into lanes, whether it's like in the secular world or religious, right. Or absolutely. Yeah. Now, you know, yeah. like politics, it's always oh. about trying to get people in your lane. Totally. Yeah. And it seems like more and more stuff is becoming more like that, where it's more animosity and more us versus them. And and I don't want to really get into that too much. That's a whole nother Mm. spin-off conversation, but but it's a part of this one, right? Because there's a reason why people are separate and there's so much division. It's because we we have a hard time just allowing each other to be each other, right? Yeah, and just accepting that the choices other people make are not the choices i would make that's cool like precisely man yeah you know i think that's that's one of the reasons why i keep going to the 12-step fellowship rooms because like despite all of the difficulties that can be present in those rooms there is an overwhelming sense of welcome right yeah to whoever you are from wherever you come from Mm -hmm. um now it's that doesn't mean every member in those groups is like on the level with that principle but every group has that principle right yeah and so it's easier for people to be principled there and say because we're all alcoholics so as soon as i say i'm an alcoholic man i have brothers and sisters i didn't even know i had right right? yeah and that's the way it is sometimes yeah and then but just like families sometimes it gets toxic (laughs) right and absolutely and so it's a part of that process to weed out what what is good for us and what's not, you know. Yeah. Um, I have a ahead. question for you. Um, yeah, so when you're when we when we think about spirituality, oftentimes we just simply think of like either organized religion of some sort, or mm-hmm. like you said, Buddhism, or you know, some of those uh, less um, God-centered types of religions. Um, yeah, the less popular ones, right? Yeah. But the ones yeah. that have no hierarchy and that have yeah. no like dominance. Yeah. Just, just a few terrible. billion, just a few billion followers. Um, yeah, just a few billion. <laughs> but do you think like as part of recovery and, and I mean, you can classify spirituality however you want, but like, do you think it's kind of a necessity as part of it? Like some people legitimately think that God has helped them through this. Right. Yeah. And 100%. so there's that experience. And so they, they feel like that was the help they needed. And then there's others that feel like um, I connected with a different type of spirituality. You know, for indigenous people, it might be connecting with their culture. For Mm -hmm. um, people from other cultures, it might be getting back to their culture, right? So that Mm -hmm. kind of spirituality. But is there like, so then it leaves the atheists. Well, there are no spirituality. But I think to me, the way I look at spirituality is it's not just about like, oh, like, oh, the mystical world of magic. Mm -hmm. It's like, but you're looking inward and you're finding strength there. Yeah. And to me, that's a like, even if it's your spirit, like you, you believe in you. Mm-hmm. That's a, to me, that's kind of a form of spirituality because you, well, you found a strength you didn't know you had. Well, Darcy, that is a hundred percent a form of spirituality as well as a part of a, of religious beliefs, right? Like, yeah, the, the Atman is the God inside, the God exactly, inside yeah. of all of us, right? And, and there's the Buddha a lot is of, there's inside like, all yeah, of us, yeah, and the Buddha, um, whatever else it is, too, right? Like, some people mm-hmm. say Christ is a part of them, right? Like if that's, yeah. they're a part of Christ. And, and I, I understand that, like what they're yep. saying. Um, I may not fully believe in how they're saying, oh, sorry. Um, 
just like kicking my camera over here. Um, yeah, that's right. Yeah, and I, it's not for me to like argue what how people describe it because yeah, exactly. it's one of those it's one of those things, right? Yeah, it's like if you say describe to me this painting, I'm going to describe it to you, and then if you describe it at the same time in a separate room, it'll be different. Totally, right? and like chances, even if you describe are. it, I will imagine it from your description differently than what it actually is, right? Absolutely, man, right? <laughs> and I think that's the least we can do for each other is kind of yeah. like get out of the way and just be yeah. like, hey, man, like if that works for you and you're not hurting anyone, right, or yourself, fucking A, man. You know? Well, and I think that's the great thing of all of the shows we've done with all the guests. I mean, if anybody's listened to some or all of them, which all would be better. So listen up. Um, every one of them. <laughs> hey, right now, Darcy wants you to go out there and download every That's episode right. It is your, your homework. Um, but That's right. but it sure shows how you can just like, it, it is, it's a variety of ways to be in recovery. Um, we've had people that yoga, like they, mm -hmm. that was their spiritual kind of connection, you know, or, or yeah. for some people like yourself, meditation. So it's, it's like, it's so wide in variety. I just, I just don't know how you can pigeonhole things anymore. Like yeah. maybe 40, 50 years ago that worked, but I think we know more and we understand more, certainly about recovery. Um, well, yeah. Like you, that's a good point, right? Because the medical community, it does understand way more than they did a hundred years ago. Right? Yeah. Like there's no yeah. question. I mean, the medical um, knowledge has changed drastically in 20 years, let alone a yeah. hundred right yeah, and yeah. so i mean I, I don't know man you, the the information that's available for people is there like if they yep. want it right and so yeah. like the brain story um and going through like if, if anyone has an opportunity like if you're not religiously inclined or spiritually inclined it's perfectly fine um because there's other ways to learn about what goes on in us right yeah. when we're when we're involved in addiction or we have mental health difficulties or mental illness, um, there's lots of ways we can learn about it, like biology of it. Oh, like, for sure. Yeah. You know, um, and I'm not saying that we should worship anything, to be honest. My, my ideas are to question everything and, and allow for anything, right? Like, absolutely. Um, yeah. Allow for anything that is, I don't know, man, I, I guess the least harmful. <laughs> Yeah, I, well, I really don't I, know how else to describe it. I just see it like if, if uh, honestly, like I'm not a religious guy as far as organized religions, Christianity, all that. Wasn't raised that way. So, but if Come somebody on, said, man, to I me, know you're, you're like deep down a Quaker. Yeah, that beard is a Quaker beard if I ever saw one. Man. Yeah, yeah. No, I, I got the suit on. Yeah. Um, yeah but I, oh, now where was I going with that, man? Quakers rule. <laughs> totally Sorry, derailed man. that. No. Sorry, dude. That's <laughs> all right. Um, you, you just fell victim to my brain is what you did. Yeah, pretty much. Pretty much. Sorry, man. No, I totally lost it now. Yeah, and I can't remember what it was. Well, I was, I'm sure it was really good. Really awe-inspiring. I know it was because you're really good. And I'll remember it like the minute we, we had stopped recording. You, you know were, that. You were, you were saying that you're not religious or believe in any sort of... Right. Like, oh, yeah, yeah. So... Yeah. Um, but like if somebody said, oh, well, I found God and I pray 12 times a day to, to Jesus and that keeps me sober, like, what am I to say that's wrong, right? Like, yeah, yeah man. And vice versa. Like, I hope it would work the other way around where <laughs> yeah, maybe I don't need that. But uh, well, yeah. but but you're you touch on a, an interesting point 
because it's it's okay for for us to be like hey man if 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 praising jesus works for you go praise yeah. jesus man like praise jesus all day long if that keeps you clean and sober and and helps you become like a i don't know a more uh, a better you whatever that looks yeah. like yeah yeah like by all means but please return the favor right like return yeah. the favor when we when someone says hey like i want to worship mermaids right like yeah. return the favor because yeah, yeah. there's because the virgin born son and the resurrection are equally as hard to believe as mermaids yeah. <laughs> okay like yeah. all of that stuff is like and i get it i mean me saying that right now is probably going to cause some issues but i i i mean it in with all due respect right like yeah because you're both ideas ask us to suspend disbelief right yes and in that dis suspending that disbelief accept a wholesale idea right that doesn't fully make sense yeah no absolutely and and i mean that's the thing like i mean yeah you could get into a really good religious debate about a lot of yeah. things yeah, um, i got no i got no need to debate <laughs> but i just i just know from seeing the guests and stuff like that it's it's very interesting to me how it's always um somebody didn't like the 12 step because of the religious aspect. So they went and found cognitive, cognitive behavioral therapy. And then, mm -hmm. you know, somebody else had come along and they went to that 12 step and they found like Jesus helped them through that. And it's, to me, it's, it's really interesting how you can take, you know, hurt people and yeah. they have totally different experience with that whole process. You know, yeah, man, it's really kind of cool. Yeah. It, it's, you're right, man. It's super cool. Yeah. You know, and like I, I'm, I'm waiting to hear back on this, and I think you and I talked about it briefly. Um, but uh, I'm one of my friends is a priestess, right? Oh, um, right. A Wiccan, Wiccan priestess. Yeah. And uh, I am absolutely fascinated, right, by it because mm -hmm. this this person um, is in recovery and has found yeah. a path that works for her, right? Yeah. Or him. <laughs> um i mean to be honest i don't i think they identify that way but it doesn't really matter um but anyway i said priestess so obviously it's probably a, a female yeah. human um nonetheless like it, it whatever the path is right and, yeah. and I, I reached out asking if, if she if they'd be interested in coming on and honestly i really hope that they can i hope yeah. there's no like issues with talking about it right yeah, absolutely. And that's like, there again, I think, you know, we really denigrate a lot of belief systems, uh, yeah, and spiritual I don't want that, practices. Man. And that's yeah, the thing, man. like, I, I don't like beyond recovery. I think you, if you're not harming other people, then I think you just do what you makes you happy. Yeah, um, do do and, what, uh, do what feels right. Yeah. And I, I think this is a great example of that. I mean, if, if, Choose, like going down that path of being a Wiccan is what helps her stay on the road to recovery. I mean, and, and who am I to judge? Like, right? Like, who are we to judge? And also, yeah. like, that that could be the unlocking the key that unlocks her happiness map. Like, well, yeah, and obviously she's helping others. If she's a priestess, I'm assuming yeah. that she 
probably has others that are like come to her for advice and things like that. So I would imagine, I mean, I have yeah. honestly no idea. So I, I mean, you, no you, idea about you've it. probably, she's probably found a wonderful community. That's probably really supportive, really yeah. positive for her in her life. So, I mean, that's pretty mm-hmm. awesome. You know? I, yeah, I agree. I think if we can do that, man, we've made it pretty good. Yeah. Right? Well, and, and I mean, how much easier into? would it be to be in recovery if you're surrounded with a community of people that actually care about you, want to make you want to see you do well, you know, mm-hmm. want to be there for you and vice versa, you know, like that's pretty amazing. I mean, that is kind of what you, you're looking for. I would, I would think so, man. I, mean, I, I think like, and whatever, um, I don't know. And everybody even, everybody has a different idea as to what, what, our purposes are right yeah and and what i really liked was uh i i read it in i think it was eckhart tolle's book um a new earth but i can't remember so it might be from there um but it just talks about the purposes right now right like Mm. there is no other purpose for you and i to be here but to do this as we're doing it right absolutely yeah this is our purpose and 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 i guess for a podcast is a tangible, a tangible example of purpose, right? Yep. We are right here in the moment. Yeah. And we purposely set this time aside and we purposely engage on this subject, even though I'm sure for you, just like me, it is a tricky subject, right? Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. The religion and, and faith-based stuff, you know? Um, yeah. And by well, especially now that I'm in the Bible, more religious, right? <laughs> it's right dude is lethbridge like the uh the tip of the sword for the bible belt uh no it's it's the full-on i think bible belts area of uh like the cardston lethbridge that whole kind of areas the the kind of the bible belt yeah cardston's got the big uh mormon temple that uh, was like the first one in north america or something okay yeah no it's pretty uh pretty impressive if you're in a pure yeah. white temples so i'm not gonna lie to you man like <laughs> if you go inside a temple though you're gonna be pretty amazed right like i, most, I would imagine yeah yeah i yeah. mean i don't know about this particular temple oh i'm sure I mean, it's nice inside yeah well i and this this ties into the attraction though right the attraction yeah. and and this is something that we talk about in the 12-step fellowships is we want to make it attraction not promotion right yeah and so However, it's a different kind of attraction. Yeah. This, the, like the, the big church, the big temples and all that kind of stuff, that's attraction. And then you're promoting something that's impossible, right? Mm-hmm. Like um, to, to ever really go to heaven yeah. is, is basically impossible, right? Yeah. Like, and, and I say that full well knowing people will be angry with me. But yeah. like, honestly um the the priests that tell people how to get to heaven a big portion of them have been abusing children since the conception of this church right yeah or formalization of it i don't know really when that started but that'd be interesting to look up as well right you know it's it's funny i heard a comedian a long time ago and he was talking about uh it it, i don't think it was robin williams but it was a it was an old-timer comedian and he was talking about, you don't go to a doctor who's like, you know, 85 pounds overweight, smoking a cigarette and eating a cheeseburger <laughs> to tell you how to be healthy. If, yeah. you, if that's your doctor, you need to yeah. find a new one. 
Well, and I kind of feel like if, to get healthy. Yeah. Yeah. And I kind of feel like that's the same thing here where it's like, if you're part of an organization that is well and fully knowing and documented that mm-hmm. they've moved, they've hide, hit the played the hit the hide the priest game quite a bit. Yeah. You're like, I don't know. If, shouldn't you question like maybe the team you're on or yeah. the, the efficacy of the message getting across? Right? If, yeah, I don't know. It just, uh, I, I don't know if I would go to somebody who's doing that and condoning that um, for my spiritual basing, leadership. Yeah. And basing my morality on their teachings. I'm going to use quotation marks yeah. because that's all they are is teachings. They're not like, it's not the, the pure, you know, do good kind of stuff, right? It's nope. just a bunch of hogwash. And we have to remember, and I'm going to keep saying this throughout this episode, 210,000 children abused by the reportedly abused by the Catholic Church in France in 70 years. 210,000. Yeah. Reported. And well, yeah, that's crazy, it, man. That's ludicrous. That's one country, Darcy. Yeah. Well, and what, what were they doing everywhere else? I mean, when you look at when they right? went into Ireland and Scotland and like uh-huh. they, they destroyed languages and cultures and raped and tortured and pillaged and murdered the crusades you know like Mm -hmm. there's just so much violence and bloodshed around religion and i think honestly if if um i'm not i don't even know if you can move past it because it's just there's people that are still living that have experienced that violence and that's what i that's exact that's a good point man move past it and who is to say that anyone should move past anything right at least of all the church yeah right? like and and the how do you when anybody. that's supposed to be like yeah. the safe place you everybody says oh well, if you're in trouble go to the church or whatever and it's like yeah no man <laughs> and and then they're the ones telling you right they're the ones telling yeah. you to move forward forgive man you're supposed yeah. to forgive right and yeah. it's like oh yeah we're supposed to forgive that's that means we should allow you to continue doing this awful shit forever yeah. like that and so that to me is, is kind of ludicrous, but I'm sure I'm not alone there. Like, uh, it, <laughs> well, it, it I've, al- I've always said they should, they should take all these churches that were involved in like residential schools and all that and remove their tax-free status permanently. Mm-hmm. You can never have it back. And that money goes to pay for what you did to your victims. Yeah, I agree. You know? And something's got to happen, right? They've got to pay some sort of, and money's not good enough. Like money. No, no, it's not. You know, but it's the only it, thing we have today that people value. Yeah, I, I don't mean. Um, I just mean paying people isn't enough. No, there it's needs not. to be more money put into yeah. it in terms of making. Yeah, like the taxes. There yeah. needs to be reparations made. Yeah, like um, we need to get people healthy. We need to yeah, rep- invest in absolutely, health. man. Like and mental health. Do that, and, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, man. And I'm not suggesting what people should or shouldn't believe in, man, by all means, believe in whatever you want, right? Like believe in Catholicism. That's great, man, for you. Well, I think right? it's hilarious. But just ask that, yourself. Yeah. That's all. Ask yep. yourself those questions. Well, and what goes on? Like if you're going to join any organization, don't you want to know kind of like, hey, these guys are, why are they all these little kids coming in here? And this yeah. is a, what is going on? Like, I, I just ask yourself if this is really the place for you. I mean, 
God and your belief in God is one thing that doesn't, yep. you don't have to go to a church for that. You don't have to do those things. So I would assume if there is a God, that God wouldn't require such trivialities, right? Right. Like um, such things as creating these monolith, like giant churches and I mean, like gold. The mega churches. Yeah. The gold, the mega church is basically the gold temple of the present, right? Yeah. Like, you create a campus church. <laughs> so on, right? on the topic of spirituality, though, how how funny was it that the uh, the Satanists in Texas were getting all the press for like a good solid week because they were going to go and fight their abortion bill based on religious exemption. Yep. And people honestly were like, "Wow, they they're probably going to win." And yeah. uh, so I just seen it on like a few CNN and and stuff had these uh, little clips of like satanists are now like the the heroes of of texas and i'm like see it's just whatever whatever makes you happy but dude isn't it interesting that like the people and groups that have been demonized and and not just groups and people but even like um tangible things right yeah like uh cannabis demonized right yeah yeah. um other things chemical stuff demonized right and all of it done for a purpose Yep. right and and over time you, you start to, to learn that purpose about it um oh, for sure it's the same with witchcraft and wiccan and or wicca yep. and um and satanism too it's like uh, i get it look if satan is satan and god is god and man that's that might scare you right like if you believe that i yep. mean i could see why that would scare you for sure but like really it's another group yeah <laughs> it's another group man they and and I don't think there are any reported, like, or not not commonly reported issues of satanic like killings. Are there like actual killings? Not not. I think in in myth and mythology, yeah, I'm sure there's some made up stories, yeah. but uh, I don't know if there's a lot of actual truly satanic like murders, yeah. tortures, rapes, kidnappings. That's what I, I mean. Just don't, like, it doesn't make the news anyway. And I think it would if it if it was out there. I would think that we would be hearing about it all the time. Oh, right? yeah. Like if there was a, a constant, repetitive, ritualistic, satanic killings, we'd be hearing right. about it all the time. And right? not just from Alex Jones either. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah, like legitimate satanic <laughs> ritual killings. Yeah, exactly. not Alex Jones satanic yeah. ritual killings. Did you hear he's on the hook for Sandy Hook? He, uh, what yeah he lost his he uh didn't submit documents he didn't give the other attorneys any of his evidence so they just found him by default he lost so now it's got to go to a jury how much money he owes all the victims of sandy hook yeah all their families it's gonna be millions man millions dude well but i mean the guy's like he's loaded man from that stupid show yeah (laughs) anyway i totally got off track there that's okay man but but there's another thing you just brought up something else that's kind of interesting now in terms of like spirituality and guidance on principles youtube right like yeah like we could we could talk about that as well because to some people like there's different programs out there where that host or that personality becomes like a spiritual guru right Right. or a life guru 
yeah. to be, you know what I mean? Like, totally. and don't get me wrong, we're always going to be passing on some really good ideas and some probably not so good for different yeah. people, right? Yeah. But it, the interesting thing about it is that the internet has become kind of a medium for, oh, yeah. for more, dif- for different theories, right? Oh, yeah, um, absolutely. Well, and just access to a lot of different things too. Like you can do Mm -hmm. guided meditations. You can do, you know, you can have sleep meditations play on YouTube for eight hours. You can have like just all sorts of kind of cool things are available out there too. I agree. Yeah. It's, it's, it's much, it's changed and it's made a variety possible, right? Like you no longer have to just like pretend to suffer through something. You can actually find something that helps you. Yeah. You know? Um, and I think maybe that's hard for some some of us to handle, right? Is that now it's it's opened up, you know? Yeah. I feel liberated by that fact, but not everybody will. Yeah, right? yeah. Um, and I forget that because sometimes what keeps us solid it are are some of our beliefs, whether those beliefs are va- are um, true or not. Mm-hmm. Like whether it's a belief in something true or not is irrelevant, right? Yeah. Um, because those beliefs help us exist, you yeah. know. And when you mentioned something earlier about um, thinking God got us sober, I believe that for a long time, yeah. right? And I still believe that something outside of myself brought me into that meeting. Mm-hmm. But what I describe it as God, I have no idea anymore, right? Yeah. Um, if, if using the term God helps people understand, I'll use the term God. But it's not a Christian God. It's not a Muslim God. It's not that God, right? It's a completely open concept God, which means indifferent, cruel, (laughs) like all the things that that the universe seems to be, right? Like I say cruel kind of laughing because can the universe be cruel if it's indifferent? I don't Mm. think it can be, right? Like if it's an indifferent energy, how can that be cruel? It's yeah. just doing what it does, right? Yeah. Um, and so anyway, I don't know, but even, even saying that, it's just doing what it does. That comes into conflict with people thinking they can change what things do. Oh, right? yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like people thinking they can change the world around them as opposed to changing themselves within the world, right? And Oh, absolutely, yeah. And I think we're all guilty of that from time to time. <laughs> hundred percent dude. And it's, it's reinforced by the practices of I'm special. I should be able to do this. Yeah. Right. And, Absolutely. And that's okay. I'm glad that we think we're special. Um, I think we're special in a totally different way though. Yeah. I don't think we're, you know, that special from one another. We're all very special, yeah. but we're together special, not isolated special. Yeah, Absolutely. Know? Well, I think we're always trying to even even introverts like I uh, I I don't like those kinds of labels, but I mean that's what we have. It's kind of like the God thing, where well, that's yeah, everybody understands those terms. But I think even for a lot of introverts, it's not that they like isolation so much; it's that they like having smaller groups of friends, like one on one, more than one on five. You know, like more than a group yeah. setting. And I really, because I'm I'm not a big group setting kind of guy, but I I love having conversations one on one. Yeah, me too. So I think it's just I don't even know where I was going with this now, but I just think it's kind of the labels we put on things, and I think we should, mm-hmm. you know, just ah, uh, yeah, totally lost where I was going with that, man. Dude, no, you're talking about labels, and that's where you started, right? Was 
we don't have to label everything. Yeah. The truth of the matter is, and I don't know if this is where you were going or not, but what it got me thinking about, or I guess attaching to was thinking about friendships as a spiritual tool, right? Because absolutely, there's nothing in my mind more, well, there's, it's very spiritual practice to engage in friendship, right? Yes, like, it should be, and, yeah. Well, I think it is. I think yeah. it does. Th- well, I, I, I feel it do, does things to me. Oh, um, sure. Spiritually, right? Like being with your friend, being friends with Dominic, with, with yeah. John, with my brothers, like, the, like those relationships enhance my life. Totally. Right? Like, and, and definitely in a spiritual sense too. Oh like yeah. A sense of belonging. Right. Yeah. Um, and that's what I mean. Like, I think for spiritual, like I, I always just see it. Like if my, if I'm feeling happy or, or sad, like that's to me is the spirit of us, like your emotions, these things that you don't necessarily have control over. Mm-hmm. They just happen. Like sometimes you're irrationally mad, you know, everything's yeah. going great. And then one little thing happens and you're just like red zone. And that makes no sense. So where did that mm-hmm. come from? And to me, that's yeah. kind of what I mean by spirituality is like, it's just that stuff, the stuff that we don't control. Mm-hmm. Then to me, it's like, well, I have to just accept that something's controlling it. Yeah. You know, like, I don't know. So, um, but yeah, I, I just think it's, uh, yeah, I don't know. I think we need to let go and stop trying to control it. Mm-hmm. But I think yeah. that is very, very difficult to do. It's easier to say, but very hard to do. Yeah, you said it, man. It is. It's easy to say. I mean, and I think it's easy to say because it's just so obvious, right? Like yeah. it's the it's the obvious answer, you know. Um, but like on on another, I guess, part of spirituality for me or living a spiritual life has become fasting, right? Oh yeah. Um, it's and I mean, I don't really know where it fits in fully. Only yep. that it, it does really have a positive effect so far on my mental, emotional, and spiritual well-being, right? Yeah. And physical too, because I've been more active and um, yeah. and staying active. The more I, I practice this, like this this time, my first day on the fast was yesterday. So day today's day two. So mm-hmm. forgive me if I start rambling and shit, because seriously. <laughs> I haven't had anything to eat, only water and some tea nice. <laughs> and nothing in the tea. Um, but uh, anyways, so yesterday was the first day and I, I did more activities than I did the last couple times Okay. on the fast so that I could see how much I can do. Um, because yeah. part of what I think it's opened up, a, I guess, a different perspective for me um, is just trying to in increase the practice right like mm-hmm. much with meditation like what yeah I, if i'm still i mean five minutes a day is better than nothing no matter what right mm-hmm. like um but like i wanted to increase my practice and so yeah. increasing the practice um brings it's a, is his own reward right because mm-hmm. it means i'm spending much less time worrying when i'm spending more time practicing right yeah absolutely. Um, and so of course that helps um yeah. Now I don't know where I was going with that, dude. Like I well, I think it. I think that's a very. (laughs) Well, I think the whole concept of fasting, because I mean, let's be real. This isn't a new concept. This has been happening for thousands and thousands of years. Humans have been doing this. It's like saunas and sweat lodges and things like that. Humans have been sweating for thousands of years too. So 
which is exactly why I'm trying it because it's well, worked for so many. And I think right? there's a reason that it mm-hmm. that you feel in you know in, in your words you feel a spiritual experience through it. And mm-hmm. I think that's the whole point of it. And I think that's why we've been doing it for thousands of years. Yeah. Is that there is it some sort of different? You're you're gonna come out of it different than when you went in. And oh yeah, I think that's the spiritual connection. Others are going to experience it differently, but I think the fact that you're going to come out with some introspective thoughts or some maybe, hey, well, moving forward, maybe this or mm-hmm. just some, you're, you're going to end up reflecting on something and you're going to yeah. come up with some answers. And I think that's yeah. the, the spiritual growth that you get from that, right? I agree, man. I, I, yeah. There's something happening, right? And I, again, articulating it's difficult, but there's definitely a, and I, I guess it's more of a connection to that um like the hindu hindu yep. says like uh the atman i think i'm pronouncing it right but yeah it's that god inside right yeah. and that little piece of god that that little piece of the universe right that's in all of yep. us and um i think once i clear away a lot of the I guess the day-to-day like humdrum thoughts, right? Like, oh, I'm I'm gonna eat this or what, you know, mm-hmm. whatever. I mean, don't get me wrong. I'm gonna start thinking about food tomorrow, right? Like <laughs> towards the end of the third day, I'm gonna start oh, planning yeah. my meal for the first day, right? <laughs> and and it'll start with strawberries for sure. Right on. Because that is a good way to come off the fat. Isn't it though? Oh, oh man. Buddy, it, it was such a nice transition. Yeah. I, I really appreciate you giving me that tip because. It just, yeah, it set my whole day in yeah. the right trajectory, right? By yeah. not going too hard, too quick. And I found so. if you, and I mean, you can eat the whole package of strawberries or whatever, but I found yeah. that was because like when I was doing fasting, it was an indigenous ceremony. So there was a feast after, but mm. as soon as you come out, yeah. Or as soon as I came out um, in this particular ceremony, they gave me strawberries mm-hmm. and it was, it, I found later when the feast came, I was more than prepared, like more than prepared yeah. to eat now. Whereas yeah. I don't know if I could have really eaten much of that kind of food, like gravy, mm-hmm. turkey, and potatoes and vegetables. Yeah, you know, like, stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Like uh, maybe some of the vegetables or something, you know, a little light. But uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. So I think strawberries are awesome. Just sorry, sidelined. No, dude. And you're <laughs> right. They are awesome because it did. It set me up to have a really good day. Yeah. And, and I don't mean just a good day in terms of like being able to pick out because <laughs> yeah, actually yeah. quite the opposite. What it did was it set me off on a controlled day, like a, yep. um, because I didn't want to go right into like, I didn't want, I don't want to binge eat ever. Right. So yep. what I'm trying to do with this is change my relationship to food. Right. Yep. And, and learn that I don't need to binge. And, yep. and sometimes a binge, I don't mean like, God, I haven't done like a real binge on food in a, in a while, um, but I have like eaten lots of junk food, yeah. right? And so I guess that's the closest thing I get to a real binge is having yeah. a little bit of, a lot of junk food one night or two mm-hmm. nights or whatever. Um, mind you, towards, you know, last year, the 2020 was a tough year. So I did binge a lot. I did binge on chocolate. I, I think we all yeah. probably binged a little. Well, I'm not going to lie to you. I did. I was thinking about 2020 and I'm like, yep, I did some chocolate binging. There's no question. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Because yeah. to the point where when I was leaving the uh, dollar store, yeah, the late, the cashier had asked me, I remember this was must have been in 
it was either April or May of the first lockdown, like yeah. uh, in 2020 there. And she said to me, she goes, you're not going to eat all that tonight, are you? And I said, God, no, I die. I said, it'll probably take me three. <laughs> and she just shook her head and she was like, oh gosh, she was probably praying for me, dude. As I was yeah, walking yeah. out of there. Like you're, you're on your way to die, man. Um, but yeah, it was just such a dark, a dark time, but no time to slow down. Right. Yeah. Like, because work was so busy at that time. Yeah. Um, but anyway, yeah, the, the spiritual practice of fasting, right. It, uh, it really hit me when I started intermittent fasting a couple of years ago. Mm -hmm. Right. Um, I tried it and I was like, holy crap, like what a amazing feeling to know that I'm not going to die if I don't have three full meals a day. Yeah. Right. With snacks in between. Like, yep. dude, seriously, I don't know who taught me that or if I just kind of wanted it to be that way. Yeah. But I vaguely remember growing up with like thinking about three meals and snacks. Oh, right? totally. Like, yeah. And that's a lot of food, man. Yeah. Well, I know there was even workout. I've done workout programs and, oh, and shit where they're like, no, you got to eat five meals a day every two mm -hmm. hours you know, shit like that. And it's like, yeah, that might work, but if you're training, man, like there's a big difference. If, yeah. you're, if you're involved in, in like rigorous training, then yeah, yeah. every two hours you need to fuel, right? hundred percent. But, but your day-to-day -day workout guys like me, dude. yeah, or me, I, I can like, easily you know, intermittent fast and I'm good. Yeah. Because, yeah. I mean, we just want to time our eating around the workouts, right? So that yeah, exactly. Know, cause ourselves any stress so um, do you find when you're doing the fast and I, I mean may have talked about this before but i always found that fourth day like everybody expects you to come out like tired and just wore out mm, and like you have yeah. no energy but i always found fourth day was the energy day like i don't know mm -hmm. if it was the excitement of being done or what but it was like yeah. the third day was the hard day and the yeah. fourth day i was like oh i could do this for 10 more days Oh yeah. By the fourth day, it's, it does. You're right. It feels like, yeah, I could go for five days. Yeah. Know? Right. Um, or even a week, you know, yeah. I, I don't know if it's good to do that. So anyone watching or listening, like <laughs> don't, don't go out and do that. But even, and having said that, don't go out and do the four day fast. If you have medical conditions. Oh yeah, right? totally. Don't go out and do the, four, the intermittent fasting. If you have, if you need to consult with a physician, like all the things we're talking about here, um, in order for them to be like valuable and helpful to you, it, it has to be done in a healthy way, right? Absolutely. So, yeah. um, if, if I was, say I had a medical condition and I, could, I had to eat a certain amount of sugar in a certain amount of time yeah. or whatever, well, then I have to eat, right? Yeah. Like um, I can't mess around with that. And maybe, yeah. I mean, who knows, eventually after fasting for four days every month for a while, I'll have to start eating. I mean, who knows, right? Who knows? If, the, if the body changes, well, then I'll change with it, right? I'll, yeah. have, to, I'll have to adapt. Um, and I think part of um, the ability to adapt comes from going through different things, right? Like we talked about on the episode of change, you know? Yeah. Um, once we go through stuff, we figure out how to go through it. And yeah. it, it tends to be not as hard, right? Absolutely. Uh, on us. It might be difficult shit but it just doesn't take the same toll on us Yeah, you know, over time. Right. Um, yeah, absolutely. You'll learn from every time you get kind of, you go through something tough or whatever you learn from it. Yeah. Yeah. It's like a, like a fighter. If you're a fighter, like you learn from your mistakes, right? Yeah. And 
the difference is, is that in life, you don't tend to get knocked out right away. Yeah. <laughs> or, right? or if you're, if you're moving from Calgary to Lethbridge, you learn next time you're going to hire movers. Yep. That's yep. right, dude. Oh, you guys didn't hire movers. <laughs> no, yeah. we didn't. No, you did not. Uh, no, we did not. Yeah. But you know what, man? It's, it's, it's almost done, right? Yeah, we're pretty much done. So I can't complain. And so, so to continue on with this, um, I'm glad it's almost done. Yeah, yeah. But I didn't want to forget the question about your meditation practices and how, how they help you in your like constantly changing new life. Like how well, has that come in? I think for me, the biggest thing that I've uh, started to realize is you can meditate uh, almost all day long, every day, every day. So mm-hmm. I try to find the, even at work, I, uh, you know, I don't work in a stressful environment. I'm going to be honest. It's uh, I work for a retail cannabis place and everybody there mm-hmm. smokes cannabis. Everybody there is pretty relaxed. So yeah. it's, it's pretty relaxed environment, but um, just even still like the stress of the, the house or life or whatever, the bike isn't running as good as I think it should or something. I just find it's taking the moments, like just take one minute to just breathe, you know, mm-hmm. um, once I get this house thing all settled out, um, I am going to be coming back to Calgary on the weekends to do floats and things like that. And yeah. for me, I think, I mean, I've, I don't mean to plug Joe Rogan at all, but if I could buy a float tank, I friggin' would like yeah. that. I, I wish I had the money to do that. Cause man, those things are yeah. phenomenal. Yeah. Uh, but again, they're not for everyone. Um, yeah, like but this I is love good, it, but yeah. But it's the same thing. It's another practice that you learn by listening to other people talk about stuff, right? Like, yeah. yeah, yeah, and and that can be. I mean, that's as useful to me. That's as useful as going to church, right? Mm-hmm. Like in, it's to so many people it is, um, and, and honestly, Absolutely. to many people it's the same thing, right? Like totally. it is where they get their inspiration, where they get their connection to community, right? Yep. Because you can look up any kind of podcast. You can look up any kind of information you want to learn about. Um, Well, there's intermittent fasting podcasts. That's where I first learned about it. So yeah, yeah, precisely. Same here. I learned from it by listening on a podcast. And then I started like reading some stuff about it. For sure. And I say reading some stuff because I mean just a little bit of stuff. And then (laughs) listen to more podcasts about it. And try to figure out the best way for me to go. Right. Yeah, no. And that's the thing is like, I, I, uh, like I really, um, for me, I think floating, cause like, I mean, it's an hour of floating and meditating, mm-hmm. but because there's no sensory input, I just find it like, it's like fasting and on a, on fast track. Mm-hmm. Um, you kind of, you're able to just, I found after the first few times you're able to kind of slip into that mentality, like your, your brain mm-hmm. just slips into that mode faster. Yeah. And man, like it is amazing. Kind of the things you come away with from that, like, Oh, just the, the introspective stuff, you know, like, Oh, maybe I should, you know, here, how can I be kinder? What can I, how can I deal with this situation differently? Like Mm. it just gives you that time to just focus on those single things Mm. in that moment. Like, um, and as opposed to like having the input, Oh, it's too hot. It's too cold. I can hear the noise outside or it's Mm -hmm. a lot of times when you're meditating and I find it hard because there is so much background noise. Um, but I just, yeah, from, so for me, the float tanks are awesome. They're kind of like fasting and uh, Dude, I, I enjoy fasting too. So, yeah, I, I agree. The float tanks are pretty great. Yeah. Like on that day, that time you and I shared a tank and floated, <laughs> that was dude unbelievable yeah 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 that happened yeah that time yeah, um, that time, no but yeah. that time we went and had separate yeah. tanks. yes I, I 
it was very much meditative, man. It was right. so easy to get into that meditative state in there totally. because there's no stimulation. Like there's, and then I, I was kind of su- surprised that man, my brain doesn't constantly think about crazy shit all the time. Right. <laughs> like, yeah. and, and when you're laying in that tank going, thank God, I don't think like that anymore. <laughs> right. <laughs> you go and crawl out of your skin in there. Yeah. I, I, that's meditative for sure. Yeah. I would, there's no doubt about it. Totally. Yeah. yeah, man. I, uh, I don't know. Is there anything else about spirituality and religion and recovery? And well, no, I think, I think the key is like whatever works for people. Right. Yeah. I just, uh, I think that part of this conversation I had with my colleague today, we, we mentioned the fact that at what point do we, um, do we allow some connections to be okay and other connections not to be okay. Right. Yeah. And he was talking specifically about, say, an organization like um, Edmonton Police Service having a, um, oh, now I lost my train of thought. What was I saying, dude? Oh, you were saying, um, oh, just, oh, shit. Um, shit. We were talking about the, um, God darn it. <laughs> Well, something not being equal, uh, like um, <laughs> I completely fucking lost it. I'm not gonna lie to you; it's gone. We we judge some things to be okay, but other things oh. not to be. Yes, connection. So, like, say say Edmonton Police Service. Now, I'm making this up. Okay, I'm not okay. This isn't necessarily true. It might be true. I just don't know that it is. Yeah. Um, but Edmonton Police Service. Say they join forces and have like a, a informal or formal, depending on how you want to look at it, partnership with the Catholic Church the catholic church of canada okay so they want to have this partnership is that okay when it would definitely not be okay for the edmonton police service to partner up with a known and arrested convicted pedophile yeah right yeah yeah. they wouldn't they wouldn't partner up with it to save their life like if even if it was to save their life they would they would rather die than do that yeah yeah. and rightfully so right yeah yeah we simply were t- we were just pontificating about it and saying that's an interesting question, right? Like, mm-hmm. we, because we do have these agreements with organizations that are suspect. Yeah. Right? Now, and don't get me wrong, my phone probably part of a suspect organization. I just don't know about it, right? Yeah, yeah. And and so, I guess the question is, if we don't know, I mean, I mean, does it change things? Yeah. Would would that like would it be are we fooling ourselves to not look at that organization like Edmonton police partnering with the Catholic church of Canada or say, we'll just change it. Say the United church of Canada mm-hmm. who are guilty of atrocities, right? Like yep. in like would they would definitely accept that partnership versus a partnership with someone who's, who is a known sex offender yeah, yeah. or a known um, say child murderer. Yeah. Right? Um, considering the history of the church in Canada, right? And exactly. Well, hi there, buddy. Floyd's poking around. <laughs> um, so yeah, I mean, it's interesting. And I don't have an answer, right? Like these yeah. are these are questions that like I do think about from time to time. Yeah. Um, and and for my money though, we, we are allowed to think about these things and question these things, right? And we are absolutely allowed to um, wonder whether we are, in a good place or not right absolutely regardless of what we've been told in the past it is 
100% up to us to check things out in the present, right? Oh, for um, sure. Especially because we, some of us, I shouldn't say we all, because I know that not everybody has access to information like you and I do, right? Mm -hmm. Like yep. we are very privileged. We can access any information at any time yep. unless somebody hacks Facebook and Instagram. <laughs> and then we are helpless children. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> that was so funny, dude. Oh my and God. I didn't even barely notice. Like I, you, you probably didn't either because you were working. No. Yeah, I, I was plugging away too. So I didn't even really notice. And then all of a sudden it was back up and I'm seeing all the memes, right? Like, yeah, yeah. 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 All no, I heard memes. about oh it God. like after afterwards too. Yeah. Yeah. I figured you heard about it like later because you're working. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Like, um, <clears throat> yeah. It's pretty funny, man, how tied into our lives that stuff is. Oh, totally. You know, because yeah, I mean, totally. if say it was down for two days or, Oh shit! You yeah, you couldn't publish or whatever, right? Like, yeah, who knows what happens, man? Yeah, right. Yeah, all of a sudden yeah. the road warrior comes down the road. He's got that like <laughs> that giant like head with horns on it, and he's swinging his battle axe or whatever the shit he was swinging. Ah, uh, good old um, Mad Max, right? Yeah, that's where we're headed, man. That's where we're headed. No, I'm just kidding, dude. I mean, if you listen to some people, we are headed there. We're oh, already, for sure, right? Right. Um, and and it is, uh, yeah, it's it's an interesting time. That's for sure. Well, that's um, for sure. I I don't think that it's the worst time we've ever lived or had on this planet. Not even uh, close. No, nope. because we've had some pretty rough times. <laughs> yes, yes, I think so. <laughs> you know, um, but this is a time like where what's it? Oh, what was it? Oh. Okay, I almost remembered the quote from this afternoon talking with my colleague. Oh. That he said it was uh, it was brilliant, but it was about truth and reconciliation. Yeah, yeah. Um, and that, well, it might have been, even been someone else who said it. Anyway, I can't remember the quote, so I'm basically just making shit up at this point. <laughs> um, and what were we talking about before I went on that? Spiral well, truth, that well, you brought up truth and reconciliation, mm -hmm. and I think that's an important part of understanding uh, the connection to me honestly between the damage that people have gone through and and like this is where i think it's it's tough to judge people because yeah there's been so much damage that i don't think you can can you really like blame somebody for not wanting to go into a church for not wanting to be around them like no. when you hear the stories of survivors those are not uplifting stories no, and no. the fact that they can still exist it, it amazes me so I think mm -hmm. it's just one of those things that it's like, you know, I know that a lot of the things people say now is like, you can't have reconciliation without truth and things like that. Mm -hmm. And I think that's where we're at is I think we have to face the truth of what happened. And well, that's it. And teach um, the truth. Yeah. And then don't try to, you know, butter it up or make yeah. it easier. It, it's, you know, my, my daughter knows about it. She's 14. Like she's fully yeah. aware of what happened. She's yeah. heard elder stories. So it's like, I don't know. I think we need to talk about things, things, get yeah. them out in the open because we so, need to like, find our communities again. We need to find yes. our, our, because what I think has happened is that those things have destroyed a community for people, whether it's the indigenous community and their families, or whether it's people going, well, I can't go to that church now because that, so it's destroyed communities for a lot of people. And I think yeah. as humans, we want that community and that connection 
So yeah. I don't know. There's my two cents. We do. And, no, and you're right, episode. man. You're right. And the teaching of the actual history is vital, right? Yeah. And, and so one of the things that um, we were chatting about, and again, we were just talking about all kinds of stuff, but yeah. we were, because we're both him and I come from a churchy background yeah. and to a place now where there is no churchy background, right? right? Well, or, or no church foreground, I guess. Yeah, yeah. Um, that is definitely in the rear view mirror and there goes Floyd. <laughs> <laughs> um, but uh, we, we were talking about how an organization, in order to move forward, truth and reconciliation, this is what I was thinking of, was we, we were, he mentioned that um, in order for truth and reconciliation to really be um, started, that the history has to be taught, right? Yes. And, and, like the real history and yep. not the whitewashed shit. So what nope. we were talking about was like, say, RCMP. One of the mm -hmm. things they should have to learn in depot is about the RCMP's awful fucking history. They yep. should absolutely have to learn that. Because and, you know what they do learn? They learn all the raw, raw, shine your boots bullshit, yeah. right? Um, and they don't learn about what the RCMP has really been about since its conception. Absolutely. No, and I and I think that's true. I think we, we have to, and that's why, you know, when it comes to, you know, whether people believe in God or not, I think there's just no room for judgment because you don't know that person's totally, personal man. experience with that particular religion or faith. Or, yeah. Um, I'll never judge someone for believing, man. No. Absolutely not. I will, yeah. I will, I won't even judge them for, for being shitty because that's yeah. between them and them and their whatever they believe in, right? Yeah. It's yeah, not yeah. my place to judge at all, like regardless. No. Every time I, I mean, literally, this is so true for me. And it sucks that it's a really good, like biblical saying. Yeah. Um, because it really is a good saying. But like that, that pebble in your shoe, like is nothing compared to the log in my eyeball. Right. <laughs> like it's just like I, I could, yeah. I could sit here and nitpick all kinds of different things, but totally. the fingers are always pointing at me. Yeah. Right. Like, they're, yeah. they're, and that's, I think, probably one of the ways I've learned not to judge or to judge less, right? I say not yeah. to judge, but that's bullshit. Like my yeah. brain pumps out that garbage, right? Oh, yeah. It's, yeah. It's about us learning new practices to not follow that garbage down the rabbit hole, right? Like, oh, yeah. Um, I don't even know if I'm making sense at this point. But. <laughs> no, man, I think that's good. And I think, uh, I don't know, I think that's a good way to end the episode. All right. On cool, that man. wisdom and that. piece of wise, wise advice from Dave. Uh, not advice, man. I do not give advice. If Dave the wise. Advice, if you want advice, call 1-800-DARCY-ROBINSON. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah, no. I'm sure that's too many letters anyway, but try it. If you're out there in... <laughs> yeah, Wild, sure. Give it a shot. Why not? Give it a shot, man. 1-800-DARCY-ROBINSON <laughs> smells like feet. Oh, there you go. That's too long of a phone number, dude. Yeah. You're going to have to change that shit. Yeah, I'll work on it. We've been talking about this for a long time. Um, but anyway, yeah, I do. I just think, I think it's true. I think truth and reconciliation, mm -hmm. man, to be a real thing, we have to be taught and we have to teach the truth, right? And yeah. not teaching it to make people feel guilty, teaching it so that we don't repeat it, right? Like exactly. That's the, legitimately the only fucking reason, yeah. <laughs> right? Is so that we can understand the suffering Yep. But so that we can also not repeat this shit, right? Totally. Like in, in a perfect world, that would be ideal. But anyway, 
we live absolutely. in a very imperfect world, man. Like, just, well, absolutely. But, yeah. you know, our government's going to fix it all. Oh, yeah, man. You know it is. Dude. <laughs> and if you think that your world is perfect, just look at the space. Not perfect. I swear to God, dude, you grew five o'clock shadow while we were doing the show. Dude, I thought the same thing when I came back out, like when I came out here and got on camera. Yeah, it was my this was darker when I was looking in the mirror. No, I back. swear to God, it was like baby face when yeah. you got on here. And now it's like, wow, yeah. man, that's good. Dude, Well, I mean, I had a month's growth and it was already like starting to fill in at a month, <laughs> but it was filling in like very, very gray, my friend. So <laughs> I, I think that my beard this winter is probably going to be a gray beard. So um Welcome uh, to the club, buddy. Welcome dude, to the club. I hope I look like you, like a wizard, man. <laughs> I'm gonna get a, I'm gonna get a fucking wizard hat and everything. Seriously, dude. Right on, man. All right, yeah, man. Hey, awesome show. Yeah, man. Shut her down, dude.